0: Hey, this is your name, your name, your name. And, uh... They say it ain't easy. He's green. Gang green. The gang. Have their man. Jets got themselves a great Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Talk about all gas, no break, to great one. We're not talking about effort on the field. Woo!
1: We're talking about the process at which we do things. I'm not going to lie to you. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Keep your foot on the pedal. Face, 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 face. There's no way I'm not going to have enthusiasm on the
0: sideline. Hey, own this rut, own this rut. The New York Jets. We'll beat anybody in the world, and I think we're going to win next Sunday.
1: 13 <laughs>
2: creepy number 13. Okay, and I think that's me here. Yes, um, sir. we're going <laughs> now. I'm gonna leave this one here. Now, we know last year the Chargers went ahead, drafted a beast mode quarterback, just yep. for. tremendous year, one of the best rookie years of all time. Um, they need edge, they need safety, they need linebackers, guys, but they also need offensive linemen big
3: okay? time, yeah. big, big time. time.
2: And when you're talking about offensive linemen in this draft, there's about five or six guys that I think are studs. Me and Mike talked about them, and there's probably about seven or eight guys overall that are first or second-round level to me that a team will take and be able to start next year. I think here at 13, they're going to take an offensive lineman. I think Chargers are going to take Christian Darasol here um, at Virginia Tech, 6'5", 322. He's, he's wide as a house. Um, Great technique. He moves very really well. And they need, just like I said earlier, for Burrow, just like the Jets are going to do with Wilson and Mackay Becton, when you have that linchpin for that right-handed quarterback at left tackle, his little safety net, his bodyguard, um, a guy like this who's nasty when he plays, okay? A guy that could be your left tackle in the next 10 years. I think it'd be really prudent for the Chargers if he's there at 13 to go ahead, get themselves some insurance on the offensive line. I think they're going to go with Darishaw, Mike.
3: Could not agree more. That is exactly who I have them taking Christian Darishaw. Tackle, I think it's a perfect fit. I mean, Herbert was the best rookie quarterback in the history of the NFL statistically he was I mean maybe not wins wise but he was unbelievable we need you need to get him some some help they already got uh in free agency a center in Lindsley um now you go ahead and combine that with a guy like Christian Darasaw you start building that line and helping out uh Herbert for the next couple of years so I think that uh Nick you will like that both Keith and I are picking a player to protect your dynasty quarterback in fantasy
0: keep him up Keep him up. Darisau, get him here. Yeah. Get uh, Wookie's, him Wookie's very emotionally
2: invested in the future of Justin Herbert, everyone. So that's invested. A, yeah. So I, anything, that I, <laughs> anything that helps him stay nice and safe. It doesn't get Joe Burrow, Yeah. That's all good. That's all good.
3: So uh, uh the next pick, look, I know you're not going to agree with this. Vikings, edge is in need. Their defense is in need. They, look, they drafted Jefferson. Amazing. I think that if... Somehow, one of the quarterbacks fell this far as far as the top four. They would go there like a Trey Lance. If Trey Lance was here, they would take Trey Lance. I don't think – you and me don't think he's going to be here. Um, I think they're going to go pay. Now, I know the production wasn't there. But if you look at the metrics, you look at his athleticism, you look at the strength and potentially what he could be, I think he's very, very attractive at edge, and um, I know that a lot of coaches don't just go by production; they look, they go by what can this kid do, uh, what does, what skills does this kid possess, and he is a very skilled player. But the production is an issue. I totally agree. Um, so I don't think you're going to agree with the pick, but I believe this is where the Vikings are going to go. Um, just based off need.
2: With Quiddy Pay, you hear about the production maybe wasn't there because you get double-teamed, triple-teamed, all these type of things. It's just like I said to you, Mike, when we spoke about this earlier, I always question why somebody who people think is going to dominate the pros didn't dominate at Division One, didn't dominate the Big Ten offensive linemen, but he's going to dominate NFL offensive linemen. Um, I never understand that. That usually doesn't happen. But I know in this case everyone loves this guy. I think he's going to be a tremendous player too. But I actually have it 14. Them also going edge. Different guy though, Jalen Phillips out of Miami. Who you like, yep. Mike? sixty six. Oh, you now we had the man. issue with the concussions. Forty five tackles last year. Fifteen tackles for a loss. Eight sacks. Had the. I know you love him also. as your number one edge guy. He's he one of your top favorite. guys. My favorite. I think he's the best guy, and I think that's who they're going to grab because they do need to go defense. <laughs> he's they do need a to be- go edge. Pete,
3: oh, I know we haven't gotten to the Jets 23, but I'm just being real with you, me and you. If Jalen Phillips is there at 23, that's who we fucking take.
2: Yeah, you want i to say. Period. Exactly. Period. <laughs> I know we
3: need an offensive line. I get it. All- if he's there, that takes the Jet D line to the next level, but I digress.
1: Alright, you guys ready for the number 15 pick? King, yeah, you're sir, up. Into Ed sure. You want to add a little tidbits here?
0: Randy Moss obviously played at Marshall with Jets' favorite, Chad Pennington. Yes. Um, He was heavily pursued by two colleges before landing at Marshall or transferring to Marshall. And he actually redshirted at one of those two colleges. Can you guys, A, name the two colleges, and B, name the college he redshirted at in 1995 before moving on to Marshall?
3: Virginia Tech.
2: No, I think that. Well, he was. I think it was supposed to go to. Notre Definitely Dame. not Marist. I think he was supposed to go to Notre Dame, <laughs> if I remember correctly.
0: He was recruited by Notre Dame. Keith yeah. has one of the two teams. And, the other uh, team. The
2: other team is. Uh, who was it? It's in the Big Ten. It was Michigan, Ohio
0: State, or something like that. I think. It, it actually. Yeah, it it wasn't. It was Bobby Bowden's Florida State. Oh, flatfish. That's who it was.
2: That's who. It was. And then it was he Florida ended
0: up red shirt in there for a year before he went to Marshall. There you go.
2: There
3: you I you go, just said see? Virginia Tech randomly and just said it so boldly like it was true. That's like, well, it, like, you know what?
2: That's how you gotta live life. When you say when hey. you throw out random shit, when you do it with confidence, it can work. It doesn't
3: sound as random. Like like I like I knew. I was just exactly Mike.
2: Like you know what? Nowadays you can get yourself elected doing that. So hey, that's <laughs> the way the world works, you know? Um, to number 15 here, guys, the New England. Patriots. Okay, babe, I didn't mean to say your thunder. I'm just going to go right into it. Uh, they need quarterback. it. They need linebackers. They need wide receivers. I mean, they've been, they've had a run of drafts for a long time now that have been trash. Absolutely trash. We know guys, they haven't drafted a pro bowler since Jamie Collins. Okay. Jamie Collins, guys, that's back in the day. So well, I think on offense too, you know, you had Edelman retire. Nikhil Harry has not been the real deal. Unfortunately, I thought he was going to be great. Um, they need some weapons on offense. I don't think that Kendrick Bourne is the answer. Sorry, guys. Okay, I think Keelan Cole, who we got even better than Kendrick Bourne. And you look at a guy like Waddle, slide him in there to New England, what they do? With Cam Newton, who theoretically right now looks like he's gonna be the quarterback. Can't throw the ball downfield at all. You have to get a ball and you have to get the ball into somebody's hands close to the line of scrimmage that can make things happen. If you're the Patriots next year, with that offense, they're gonna be running. Um, basically, new and Hunter Henry are the best receivers. Okay, I know they're both tight ends. Neither of them are that fast, though. So they need an electric playmaker. I think here they go Jalen Waddle out of Alabama, add him to the team. You know, he's like a Tariq Hill. He's a 4.37 speed. I think that makes sense for the Patriots. I know a lot of people have that moving up and take a quarterback. I think if they do stay at 15, they're going to go ahead and a playmaker on offense. I think it's going to be Jalen Waddle, Mike.
3: Yeah, man, I could see that if it was on your board, my board. I still have Mac Jones. Mac Jones will be the pick here if he's still there. In my opinion, they did everything they did in the offseason. They just need a quarterback. They have Cam Newton. Cam Newton's not the answer. We know that if Mac Jones is here, I think this is a no-brainer. That's who they go with.
0: What do you got for the evil empire? Well, Spygate cost Bill Belichick half his salary (laughs) that season. Oh, did it really? What did it cost the Patriots the following season? Uh, Draft pick? More specifically?
2: First round draft pick.
0: Bueno. There you go. There
2: you go. There you go. Mm. Scumbag team. And they also had that happen to them a second time. (laughs) They're not only the first team, they're the only team that it happened to once. Then they became the only team it happened to twice.
0: Repeat offenders. Repeat offenders. Absolutely. I
2: mean, you know what? When you're cheating, when you already have the best quarterback of all time, that says Habitual
0: line steppers.
2: Yeah. That says a better coach you actually are. And what
1: number are we at here?
2: We are now at
3: number 16. Ooh, 16 even number, Arizona Cardinals. So the Arizona Cardinals, we know they have a couple of holes on defense, cornerback, linebacker. They do have issues at interior offensive line. Could they use some receiver help? Potentially. Um, But I do think that they're going to go linebacker here. And this is one of Keith's favorite players. I think Keith would take this cat for the Jets just because he loves him. This is Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa out of Notre Dame. Best coverage linebacker there is in the entire draft. Um, I think actually he would be a perfect fit in the Robert Sala defense at the Will linebacker, honestly. And actually Keith had him in a mock draft falling to us but I think that that's where this man, young man is going to go to the Arizona Cardinals. It's a need. It's what they need. And uh, I believe the value is too high, and they will take him here. Keith?
2: Yeah, no, and I love that pick. That would be a tremendous pick for the Cardinals. I do love Wusu. I think he's very underrated. I think maybe the size, Mike, is why people have him kind of as that tweener type. NFL nowadays, man, if you're a hybrid type, you can still make a lot of money and be an effective player in this league. Jamal Adams pretends like he's a safety. All he does is blitz. Yep. So he can still make money. But then everyone says, like you said, his coverage grade, for a linebacker is tremendous, which is why he could probably play safety. But then you go and look at 2019, still eight and a half sacks. So this is a guy that can get the job done. I like him a lot. But my pick for the cars are number 16. I also went defense. I still have him on my board, Mike. Mm. That's, that's Patrick sertain oh, They have man. a giant need at corner. Huge yep. hole. Yep. He's a lot of people's number one. In my hypothetical here, what I have going on, I do think he's going to be there. I do think they grab him. All-American has the route recognition. No penalties last year. Mm-hmm which is not something you ever hear of when it comes to somebody playing in the SEC with those wide receivers. It's not like he wasn't getting targeted during games and stuff. So, people, he's the best corner in the draft. I know to me and Mike, we kind of like J.C. Horn more than him. We even like Caleb Farley almost to an equal level too. Farley's a tremendous player. I I do think they fill that need at corner and they take Patrick Sertain Jr. at number 16 here for the Cardinals.
1: Right. We're ready to move on to number 17. We're moving along. We're chugging along. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that Number would be Keith. up. <laughs> that would be the Oakland Raiders, who have some serious needs here. They have needs at linebacker, interior defensive line, <clears> there.
3: <throat> <laughs> Coach. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's Dan only trolling right there. But Uh-oh. when you go ahead and look, um, they traded away Gabe Jackson. They released Rodney Hudson. That's not the best situation to put yourself in when it comes to your <laughs> offensive
3: line. No, you
2: know, Their offensive line was good last year, and they were able to run the ball and do well. I do think this is a spot where the Raiders need to take an offensive lineman. I think the best guy on the board left, to me, the second best offensive lineman in the draft. But remember, we're doing a mock here where you're thinking what other teams are going to do. Um, and I think Elijah Vera Tucker is going to be selected here by the Raiders because of all his versatility. 6'4", 3'15". Like I said, they have holes at tackle, they have holes at guard. This guy can play both. So maybe they draft him, they see if any veterans shake out in free agency, get released from teams they can add, or maybe later in the draft they grab someone, then they decide where they want to put him. But he's a great player, has the size, solid in pass protection, solid in the run game, makes no mistakes, has the nasty streak. I do think the Raiders are going to go ahead and take an offensive lineman. I think it's going to be Elijah Vera Tucker here at 17, Mike.
3: Yeah, um, I would can't disagree with that. I think Farrah is a beast. I really hope we get him at 23, but I believe here they will go Edge. They will go Jalen Phillips if Jalen Phillips is available. My number one Edge prospect. Um, I didn't want to put him here because I didn't want to give him to Dan. But I think that uh, Chucky will not be able to resist the savageness and pick this guy up. It's a need and uh, I think he'll fit perfectly in the black and silver.
2: Look, You got any little tidbits for Raider Nation out there?
0: I do. I do. Um, This former Raider originally was a first overall pick, uh, drafted in 73 by the Houston Oilers played one of, if you're an 80s kid like we are, or the most of us are, played one of the most iconic characters in our childhood. What? from Goonies.
2: Oh. Who was
0: the ex Oilers slash Raiders player that played Sloth in Goonies? Oh,
3: man. Wow. That's a good one. I used to oh know my that. God. That's great, Keith. I don't, oh, I don't know the answer, but.
2: John Matuzak. John Matuzak.
3: What the hell? I should have known that I was
2: bouncing out of my brain. Hey,
3: you guys! All that stuff. <laughs> yeah, so no, no, that's You're nuts. I didn't know he was an ex NFL. Yeah. I I didn't, I, oh man. All I
1: know about the Raiders is that the Raider fans on the uh, West Coast are kind of crazy like the Jets fans are. My little brother is like, a he's not an actual Raiders fan. He's a Raider Nation fan. So he actually used to go to the Raider game, not to watch the football game, but just to cheer with the fans. Like, I don't really get how that works, but I guess it's a thing. Yeah, I guess.
3: No, Keith, I went to a Texan Raider game uh, with the wife. And Raider Nation was there, and bro, they are on another level. Like those fans, they show up in just the wildest stuff. And
2: yep. to me, yeah, to, me know, it's, to me, it's embarrassing. It's not. It's not a parade. It, it's not. <laughs> it's, not a parade. I don't it's like I don't think it's like you know. It's not, you're Mike. It's, it's not. It's not a football of- game. It's not Mardi Gras. Okay, right. why are you dressing like seven thousand <laughs> morons? Like, like for some reason, this is. This bothered me my whole life. For it's cold in New York. We can't dress like morons in December. We have to bundle up. Okay. So why do you get to be in 80 degree weather in shorts with makeup on and act like you're better fans?
3: Let me just Stop. say this. Let me just Stop say this. It. Nobody
2: in California is I better fans than anybody, than, I than anybody. Anybody on I East mean. Coast.
3: If I were a Raider fan, if I were Dan Scampoli and my and my stadium was called Death Star. <laughs> I would be dressed as Darth Vader at all times, son. <laughs> Full black. Full oh, black with the, with this lightsaber just chilling. Like I wouldn't talk to nobody. I wouldn't have the Halloween costume, nothing. Yeah. Just Vader, son. What's up? Come up in here. <laughs> Before force grip you, son.
2: <laughs> I just always you, got you know what? I respect all fans. I'm sure the Raiders have tremendous fans. I'm not a hater. But you get these you get these people that are like, "Oh man, the Seahawks fans" The Raiders. I'm like, you know what? See all fans didn't even exist until like 10 years ago.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't have any fans.
2: And then now with the Raiders, like their fans, if you're still going out to Vegas and they're diehards, I'll roll with you. The team is bounced all over the place. Right. I'm not hating. It's just, I feel like sometimes uh, other fan groups don't get as much pub because they don't act as stupid. People oh, like, yeah. like people like, like Buffalo Bill fans are great fans because 10 rednecks will jump off the top of a camper through a table. Stop it,
1: stop it. West Coast fans, we just like to have a lot of fun, you know? And our weather's nice, so why wouldn't you, you know?
3: Yeah. I'm not
2: gonna hate you. Look, I got married a West Coast girl. I gotta keep my
3: mouth shut. All right, all right. <laughs> so what, what, what? What's that? What's next? Are we going? We're going Number Miami. Miami. Number
2: eighteen.
3: Miami, and that's me. Miami. So Miami needs edge help. I've got a Ajulari, Edge. Georgia. I think he's tremendous. Actually, his edge, and and I wouldn't mind the Jets getting him either. By the way.
2: Yeah, and you know what? I think that they do need edge help, but the defense on Miami is actually pretty decent. Where they need weapons is on offense. They need offensive line help. They need a wide receiver, which in my draft, they're getting at the top of the first. And they also need a running back because Miles Gaskin, to me, is not a real NFL oh, no. starter. No. So I do have them taking the no. best running back in this draft. No, Keith, no, and don't, don't up put Noddy that. Harris Hell no. To the Miami you don't
3: offense. want, oh, we don't want that shit. And no.
2: I, I do see it happening. And you know, guys, TD production through the roof. 1,400 Ugh. yards last year. In his career, is has almost 4,000 yards rushing. Uh. Um, we don't got to go through it all. We know he has size. He has the hands. Great balance. Great vision. He can block. I don't think the Dolphins are going to pass up on him, knowing two is pretty good, but he's not there yet. You get a running back like Najee Harris. You get a, a wide receiver out there like Jamar Chase. You have Gasicki. You have Fuller. You have Parker. All you need's a decent quarterback out there. They have a quarterback in draft right at the top of the draft. So I have Najee Harris, number 18, going to the Miami Dolphins. Let me
3: let me just say one thing. Um, I want to be real. And my friend may be very offended by what I have to say right now, but like I think I'm a very good judge of character. And I watched Tua during his draft night and just the way he acted and his suit that he had with his teal like whack suit. I just think he's a scrub, son. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just, i just I just being real. Like, yeah. like, I look, like I feel it. He's a scrub. Mike, and I don't care if those... you want to get Najee Harris to try to, to cover it, fine. But you know what, like to me, you're a little insecure. You know, you got the broken hip, you know what I'm saying? You try to act like, I don't know.
2: I don't know, I think Tua, the jury is still out on Tua. You look Coach benched him twice. I know, Keith? but then you look at his stats and they weren't that bad. So that bad. I'm not going to, I'm not a guy in two years. It's going to, or one year, I should say. You're right. Right. Uh, right. That right, should right, jump right, off right, the cliff. I mean, if you right. see a guy play like an absolute bag of trash, yes. He right, had some good right. games. He had some but bad his, games.
3: His yards per attempt not was whackness. It was not Sam, great. Sam yeah. level. Sam level.
2: And who we got coming up next huh. year,
3: babe? Oh,
1: we are at number 19. But before we go there, we're talking about scrubs. I got some trivia for you. So, uh, TLC wrote a song called Scrubs. Who was that song about?
2: Wow, was it?
1: Uh, wait, it was about someone?
2: I didn't, yeah, know it was oh, I know. It's, it's about Dave coubert from Full right.
0: really?
1: House. It was really? Joey. Wait, is it Uncle Joey? No, yeah, Uncle Joey, yeah, Full House, yeah, yeah. Why was it about him? Oh. Because he was the one hanging out of his best friend's ride, hollering at the girls. That's who it was. It should have been
0: about them trying to collect unemployment oh, during those years. Oh <laughs> wow, look, that's wait, whack to me. Got,
3: that's whack to me. Trivia. It was, it was off of a sitcom fake character, not like the no, real, no, not
1: right. a fake character like him for real, no, the like the real actor himself. Really tried to. Speak he was like really trying to holler
2: at the or girls, Chili or Left Eye, or one of them.
0: Really, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: and they really, <laughs> oh, get out out. Of here, scrub. Oh, look, I got I got a follow-up one. I got a follow-up <laughs> trivia question. So, what is another song that was also written about that same actor? I know, it's by Alanis Morissette. I really want right. to know. That's right. No. That's right. You want to you know. Right? Yo, your boy, does anyone out there about... watching
2: see any trivia? Bring it up.
3: Heath, boy, you, are you are you like an <laughs> MTV guy? <laughs> not... Like, do you watch this stuff? No, like no, I just what?
2: know. Tri- Ask Wookie, man. I'm good at trivia. Oh, I'm a trivia, really I'm trivia, trivia. master. What I'm good at. That, bring up some random thing that doesn't matter at all. I'm going to know about it. It's going to be in my head.
3: Before it's over, I'm going to bring up something random as hell.
2: See what he knows. Test your boy out. I am going to test you. We got the Washington football team here, formerly known as the Redskins. They Uh, have a lot of needs.
3: Yes. A lot of needs here. I mean, quarterbacks need
2: too. Offensive tackle, linebacker, safety, cornerback. Most of their needs are on the defensive side in the football. I think, Wookie, you might have a decent running back there with Gibson. They have some okay receivers. They could go receiver here, too. I could see that. But I think they need to get a weapon on defense. They need to get a big-time player on defense. This is a guy that some people have going towards the bottom of the first, or maybe even a little ahead of this, he's kind of all over the board. That's linebacker Zayvon Collins. 65-260 mm. has that rare athleticism and size combo. They already have Chase Young okay, on the defensive line. They get this beast out there in the middle about a guy that Diagnosis plays tremendously. Huge guy. He'll be a starter immediately I think. They have Mbosic, um, they have Holcomb out there, but I think he starts right away. I think to go ahead and take Zayvon Collins try to sure up that defense.
3: So Keith is going to put up a graphic Uh, during this and show what my picks were and his picks. Keith, when you do this, make sure you highlight where we agree because we agree. Right. Collins, linebacker, (laughs) Washington, everything you just said. It's a perfect (laughs) fit. Absolutely. And, you know, it was a guy I was actually looking at, too, for the Jets because he has some impressive tape. Um, But I think this is perfect based on what their needs are and the player. And uh, I, I think this is exactly where they go.
0: Wookie, what do you got for us on the Washington football team? Formerly, um They West. definitely have had their share of good and bad coaches over the year. Um, which legendary coach ended his career as the head coach of the then Washington Redskins?
2: Was it Joe Gibbs? Joe Gibbs. No, it's got to be someone else. Can't be Joe. That's too easy. Don't tell me yet. What? Uh...
0: No, I can't remember.
2: Go ahead, Vince, <laughs> Vince Lombardi.
3: Oh, oh, there you go. I've known wow. that, man. Damn. So I wanted to. I wanted to real quick with the Washington Redskins or the Red the Washington going football, football team. It was the lookie. Red. It was the Washington Redskins. We've gotten rid of that name because of the fact that you know. Are you really calling human beings Redskins? Well, that's like, one of the names. You know that was All one of the, the names. names. That was one of the names. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. I thought, I thought, (laughs) I thought, I wanted to get your guys' opinion. I thought the best name for this franchise, to me, would be the Washington Americans and keep the logo. Why? Because now you honor, instead of calling them the Redskins, you call them the Americans. The first Americans, right? I dig that. And, you know, you can say it's kind of corny in a way, but then it's like... Yo,
2: okay. No, you what you did was. And you was keep the
3: logo. You flip, you the strip on it.
2: Completely flip it around on everyone. Exactly. Turn a negative into a positive. Doesn't right. seem to be Daniel Snyder's way of doing things. It right. took them forever even to change the name. That was, like, a lot of names have been changed in sports, and people are very sensitive about things that maybe people that are me and Mike's and Wookie's age don't get as sensitive about, and I understand that. We all have different sensibilities. I respect everybody in the world. And what bothers them might not bother someone else, but yep. we should all respect each other. However, the Redskins was, like, the most racist name humanly possible. And, and the whole time it existed, I think we were all kind of like, wow, a team called the Redskins, you know? That's kind of <laughs> wild. But when they when a the team is just grandfathered in, like we were all born in the 80s, you know, that team had been around. We had nothing to do with it. We're just like, oh yeah, the Redskins, that's a team. You know, we don't, you don't think nothing about it until you think, you know, wow, that's, that's an aggressive name. But I can see how the, the, the optic, the aesthetic of that name could be offensive, a long mm-hmm. time coming with a name change. But we go on to number 20 here, Chicago I Bears.
3: Number 20, the Chicago Bears so originally actually i had mac jones falling all the way here this i think is his floor in my opinion this if he doesn't go to the patriots this is where he'll go um but they do need offensive line help and this is where i have your boy slater going slater is phenomenal tackle but he has tiny little arms and tiny little arms aren't really going to do it in the next level now Could he play, could you transition him to guard? Absolutely, actually, if the Jets would draft him at 23 and put him at guard, I would love it. But he has little hands, little arms. I'm not really sure where, you know, how that's gonna translate. So this is what, because of his production and because of who he is, This is where I have him going for the Chicago Bears.
2: I hear you. And I do think um, with the Bears, they have a lot of needs also. I think quarterback is one of the needs. So if you do see a Mills or one of these guys sneak out into here, is that fifth quarterback taken? I think the Bears would be a logical spot for that. But I don't see them going that way. They need offensive line help too. They need wide receiver help. And they really need cornerback help. And I think if Caleb Farley is sitting there at 20, Mike, I I don't think the Bears pass on him. I know we've talked about him. He's one of your favorite. All 6'2", 197. Has the top end speed. Has the height. Has the length. The athletic skills. Play recognition. He could be the number one corner in this draft. And there's four guys that could take the range of that. Because J.C. Horn, Sertain, here with um, Farley. A lot of really good corners in this draft. Right at the top, top level, I mean. Um, And I think the Chicago Bears are going to go ahead. How about their defensive grab uh, falling for the squad?
3: Like talent wise, he's my favorite cornerback in this draft, but he's going to fall because of his injuries. Mm-hmm. I think he's actually going to fall probably later, even farther. I, I mean, look, if they took him here, I think it's a steal. And if the doctors are saying yes, this guy is, I'm telling you, this guy is like Pitts level. He should be in the top five, six. Okay. But back injury didn't play last year. So we don't really know where he's going to go here, how far he's going to fall. Keith picking him here is perfectly legitimate. I, I, I don't know, but I love Farley. I, <laughs> I would, I would hope that he ends up as a New York Jet. But yes, Wookie,
0: okay, what do you got for us on the Bears? Uh, they drafted Rashawn Salam and Todd Sauerbring Okay. Uh Salam was, meant, uh, was thought of as a huge reach at the time as a third-round prospect. They took him in the first round. Yep, I remember that. Um, they ended up cutting him. <laughs> and, you know never really ended up doing much as a kicker, but he did become a Pro Bowl puncher in his career. Oh, nice. But the Bears could have selected in the same draft the following players, Derek Brooks, Ty Law, Bobby Taylor, or Curtis Martin.
2: They just messed it mm-hmm. up on Hall of Famers, Bears, back in the day. Yep. Absolutely. And what what pick are we moving on in here too, babe?
1: We are at number 21.
2: Number 21, which is the Indianapolis yep, Colts. You. Colts are a pretty well-rounded team, guys, if you look at the squad. Um, they could maybe use some help at wide receiver. I mean, they drafted one last year. T.Y. Hilton's not bad. Maybe try to get a third guy. Um, they could use some help at offensive line. They got Wentz there now. We know he's injury prone. They could go that direction. I think their biggest hole they have on defense is cornerback. I think the fourth best cornerback, after doing all my research, is Greg Newsom from Northwestern. I see a lot of people have him going, even in that top uh, twenty spot for Greg Newsom last year. His stats, guys: twelve catches on him, ninety-three yards for the whole season. So Yeah. That, and you know, they only—I know—they only, know only played six games. Don't get me wrong. Um, but his change of directions on point play awareness is tremendous. Huge upside. Has the length. Um, has the size that you want. Forty times a four three eight. I do think they need a corner. This is a team that's a little tricky to project, Mike, just because they're not. There's not a gaping hole on offense or defense. They're pretty decent. When you start getting into these teams in the twenties, most of these teams are okay teams. It becomes a little hard to predict where you think they're going to go. But I think they're going to go cornerback. I think they're going to go ahead and take Deuce.
3: What I'll say, Jet fans, is that if there's an elite defa- edge that's here, uh, the Colts, I think, will take an edge. Uh, if there's like a Jalen Phillips or, or uh, um, what's his name? Quidipe, uh because they lost Justin Houston, that's where they'll end up going. But according to my mock, they do need tackle. I think that's where they're going to go to uh, shore up the offensive line and they will take Tevin Jenkins here. Uh, if Tevin Jenkins falls to 23, he is a favorite to get drafted by the New York Jets. But I think that this is where Tevin Jenkins will go. From the Colts, according to my mock.
0: Uh, we're gonna go with Indianapolis. They've had five first-round picks all the time, and they've selected defensive end Steve Emtman in 1992. However, the other four first-round picks have all been quarterbacks. Oh wow! Those quarterbacks were John Elway in '83, oh, Jeff George in '90. Peyton Manning '98, and we all know Andrew Luck in 2012.
2: Oh, I forget. Elway counts as a as a Colt pick. technically. I know. Imagine technically they picked Elway, Manning, and Luck. I mean, why? Wow, that's pretty good. Oh. I know Elway didn't go there, but that's pretty good on paper at least. And Jeff mm-hmm. George, if you remember, he could throw the ball 80 yards. Oh God, he could sling it. He just liked to sling it to the other team. That was the only problem. Yeah. And I did sit next to Jeff George's family once at a football game when I was little, many years ago, and it was not a great day for them.
3: <laughs> not a great deal. that's all
2: i'm gonna say oh, I mean, giant wow. stadium back in the 80s the 80s guys was not a not a healthy place not a safe place children should have been in that place but i felt bad for him i felt bad for his family so god bless them if any of them for some reason converted to being jet fans or are hugh a b g guys sorry
1: about that guys i think oh i yelled i heard goodness. all about gate d so tina tina they,
3: lee tina lee are we on 20 where are we 22
1: we're at 22 but before we go there gate d is that where they would throw the money Yes! Sure uh, well. I'll give yep. everyone I mean- a little tidbit, a little
2: behind the curtain here of uh, your your boys at ABG. My dad has season tickets uh, since I was born, so I when I was very young, I was going to Giant Stadium with my dad. Now, every, every Jet fan who's, uh, let's say, 30 years old and older probably knows the legend of Gate D. Back in the old Giant Stadium, four different spirals around the stadium. Gate D, where my dad sat, Section 336, at halftime Um, in the spiral. People would throw money, they would throw chains. Kids would run in to get the change. They'd fire beers at them, throw other things at them. When women would be flashing their tops. First pair of boobs I've ever seen, guys, live in person. <laughs> there you go. At a jet game. I'm not gonna lie to you. All types of all types of different, um, you know, herbal medicines were being you know smoked around you there. I, I didn't know what it was when I was little, but that's the legend of Gate D. There's no such thing as that anymore at <laughs> MetLife Stadium. They broke that up. But Tina heard a lot about that. So that's what he's talking about. People, people need to understand
3: that. the New York Jets come from. New York City, there were, I don't want to say two classes of people, but that's kind of what happened. There were the elite of people, if you want to call them, who went to the giant games and paid the whatever. And then there was the Jets, and you paid a lot less to get into Jet games. This is from Mr. Farrell, actually, who educated us on what happened back in the 60s. (laughs) So the Jet fan base is more of the blue collar, more of the – You know, down to earth, you know, the heartbeat of the fan. And I'll be honest, when I was a kid and my dad would take me to games because I wanted to ask I mean, it was wild, man. I mean it was (laughs) Um, wild. I
1: definitely think New Yorkers are wild. And 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 and, 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 and,
3: and and you go to giant games, I'm not saying that they were sitting there with their tea and crumpets or anything like that, but it was not like Jet Games. That's the only thing I can say. It wasn't like this. It was different. And it was different in a, you know, that that's what they did and jet fans were what they did it was definitely different no question what were you gonna
1: say babe uh it makes sense because so when i um think of people from new york i think of the movie kids and that's how i envision all new yorkers to be and then after hearing keith's stories about high school and uh all the shenanigans his friends got into i was like yeah you guys were like the kids from the movie kids you know <laughs> it was exactly like that so that makes sense and your first
2: the first decade, game i took you to someone attempted to be respected, what happened?
1: You absolutely did and it kind of scared me a little bit cause I was like, oh my God, this guy's crazy. <laughs> no. uh, not only that, but I remember cause the security guard came over to you and was like, sir, I need you to come with me. And you looked at him and you were like, no. Yeah, and you just kept correct. watching the game. Cause That's right. it was like a right. crucial part of the game. That's right, Jet fans, <laughs> I didn't leave. I kept watching the game, it was 35, okay? And the, Oh, and the best part about it is is after you kind of scared the bejesus out of this board, I think it was like a, a Chiefs fan, he got kicked out. He right. got kicked out. That's because guess what? I've been playing the game a long time, guys.
2: I've been playing the crowd game a long one day, time. One
3: day, one day, we got to tell the ABG fans about Fox. Whoa, 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 whoa. We have to do that one okay. day. Not now. Let's Let's later. Go. Let the, let we'll more time tease. go by. We'll
2: tease this to ABG. It's the one a- of the <laughs>
3: greatest, greatest.
2: <laughs> now, me and this is the thing. Me and a friend of mine, a very close friend of mine, have season tickets together. We have a lot of stories of crazy shit happening at that stadium. Unfortunately, one of them is the craziest story of all time, and I've never revealed this in the three years of doing our show because you guys ones. gotta know,
1: you gotta know what happened. No, the best part about all of this is there's probably Jets fans, Jet fans out there that actually know about this and don't realize. And it do.
3: involves, and let me tell you, it involves the Hill people. <laughs> it involves the Hill. Also, people. I'm
1: gonna, I will tease this, and one day we'll have Fox
2: on, guys, and we'll talk about it. I'll just say this, Jet fans, <laughs> I'll just say this. There was one He's got day. The pictures too. There's one day when. Even though we lost the game, the jet fans still held their heads up high as we walked out <laughs> for other reasons. But we're a peaceful show here on ABG. There's reasons why I hate the hill people, guys. <laughs> like, this deep, <laughs> deep seated reasons. Mike knows, Wookie knows, my wife knows. Not during Mock madness. madness. No, you know, I'm not Mock
3: Madness. We got to keep going. I apologize. I know we're killing 22 it. here. We're, we're, we're at number 22, 22, 22. Tennessee. Wide receiver, Elijah Moore. They lost a bunch of <laughs> wide receivers. We got one of them. You know what I'm saying? They've got A.J. Brown. They lost Humphreys. They lost uh, uh, um, our boy. Um, John o. Davis. John, oh, John o. Smith. They know, they lost uh, Corey Davis. They're in trouble uh, from a receiver perspective. And I love Elijah Moore. I love his hands, speed, route running. I think he's going to be a perfect fit. That's who I got.
2: Yeah, and this is another place, Mike, where we're actually in agreement here. I think he's the best receiver left on the board. I think that's their biggest weakness on offense. I think last year, Corey Davis was good. A.J. Brown was decent. But they could use another weapon out there. They run the ball, you know, like no other team in the league when it comes to running it. But they lost a lot of weapons, like you said. They lost Davis. They lose Jono. They lose Humphreys. A guy like Elijah Moore, 5'9", 180, a quick little dart-type player in the slot. They already have a guy on the outside. Makes perfect sense. Um, Yards after a catch, actually, for a guy his size is really good, too. Um, for someone to gets separation. Actually, a lot stronger than you think. So I think that's kind of a, a, an easy pick for them to make. I think their defense is pretty good. Offensive line is pretty good. Obviously, running back, they don't have anything to worry about. They took a drafted a running back last year, too. So I think they're going to go ahead and take a receiver. I agree with you, Mike. I'm going to go with Elijah Moore.
3: Eth, who are they taking at 23? Who are we taking? Who are – give me – because I don't know what you have. I know I have Elijah Vera Tucker. That's my – and I know you would be so cool with that. Yes. You tell me, from your mock, who are they taking?
2: All right, so here's what I got, guys. Now, you know how the mock shook out. I have a bunch. I have Elijah Very Tucker already going ahead of my selection here at 23. I do think when it gets to this spot, obviously we know cornerback is somewhere we need to be looking. Wide receiver, I think we can address, we can address maybe further down in the draft. Running back, we have a hold on paper, at least also. And then also, an offensive tackle. I think Joe Douglas has said in his opening press conference, Many times after that, the way he wants to build this team, build this franchise is through the lines, the offensive that's line, the right. defensive line. Now he has Quentin Williams. We have Makai Becton. He went out, he got lost, and He went out, tried to reinforce other places on the defensive line. When it comes to our offensive line, pretty much just have Becton, and we got a bunch of guys that are decent enough. McGovern, at the end of the year last year, played okay. Everyone else, not that good. We're about 30th-ranked offensive line still last year. So that's where we need to improve, and that's where – you go in this draft if you're me. If you're drafting Zach Wilson number two, is you drafting offensive lineman? In my mock, Tevin Jenkins is still yes, there. Yes,
3: sir. That's what I'm. Talking. And that's who they take. Now that's, that's it. I got Elijah Vera Tucker or Tevin Jenkins. That's where we go at 23. I'm a hundred percent. I'm and AEBG. Me and Keith did not. This is him and me. Organic. Yeah, we so, didn't talk about this. It exactly the same way. The same position.
2: Protect the kid. And he's another guy that. Um, I know with the arm length thing, Mike, people get into that. I think it's about 33 and a half or thirty-four inches. But he's somebody that played right tackle mm-hmm. in college, right? So I'm not saying you need to draft a right tackle at 23, but with the arm length and his size, you can play guard. Yep. So maybe you haven't played left guard, you haven't played right guard. Okay. He has some versatility there. In the run game, he excels. Nasty player in the run game. Yes. Has good drive. Loves delivering blocks in the run game, which I love to see. We already mm-hmm. have a Makai that we know is like that. I've mm-hmm. um, got a thick lower body. He'll probably fill out even more. The kid's not done growing. He's 6'6", mm-hmm. 317. Probably going to add about 20, 25 more pounds under the frame. Um, And they said one of the things you hear about him is that um, as opposed to some of these other offensive linemen here, he's not an elite a- an elite athlete. Then he had his pro day and ran a 4'9", 40 time and the kid's 6'6", 317. So you can't really tell me he's not an elite athlete When he's doing things like that his shuttle was like a 468 and he's a monster so i mean he might not be you know penny soul level athlete but if you have makai beckham you add a monster like this in there as well and you have them both under cap friendly contracts for the next three or four years with your cap friendly quarterback there your draft number two mike i think we're putting together a nice little puzzle here on offense. I think you go ahead in the second round or the third round, you can get that player maybe for the skill positions. Maybe there'll be a corner that could slip. But I think when you have Makai Becton out there and you know he's a rock and you don't have a, bu- and you have a bunch of question marks of the other four spots, at least according to me, um, I think they have to go offensive line. I know you're going the same direction. I have Tippin Jenkins going here at
3: 23. Uh, 100%. Um, look, Jet fans, we, we're getting a new quarterback. And the most important thing we can do is protect. Our new asset, okay, that is that is what we need to do. That is why we failed, Sam. And again, maybe Sam isn't good. Whatever, we did not do what we needed to do to protect him. Mac, uh, Mac Mike McHagnon made terrible picks, and and how he, you know, was supposed to protect Sam Darnold, okay? So we need to protect this young man. Whether it's Elijah Verductor, whether it's Tevin Jenkins, this is the direction this franchise needs to go at this point. Now, there will be other uh, prospects later down the line, and maybe we even, in the second round, go with a Creed Humphrey, understood. But I think, and Keith thinks, this is what we need to do. Nick, do you agree with us drafting a rookie quarterback based on what we've done in free agency, getting Corey Davis, you know, uh, beefing up the line? You know, do you think that, going uh 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 Tevin Jenkins or Elijah Vera Tucker is the right choice.
0: Absolutely. Get an, get a little more protection up on that offensive line for the guy for your for your boy you're drafting it too. Why not? It makes perfect Absolutely. sense at that point.
2: And what do you got? You got any tidbits for the Jets here?
0: 1990s Jets selected running back Blair Thomas with the oh, second God. overall. Pick. Why would you say something? He played right.
3: Penn State, but
0: don't bring up Blair Thomas to me,
2: okay? Why look, would you do
3: that? That's like Hackenberg. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> like, he's
2: he's that level for me. Like,
3: okay. oh my I, I didn't was, realize that. I think I'm he was
2: drafted. I think he was drafted number two, right? He was, of he all was. To, overall overall. Yeah, like, yo, did? look, they drafted him like Saquon level.
0: Oh, okay. And he was like, and um, and he was a
2: bum and a half. And that was wrapped around the time zone of drafting Brownie Nagel. That was second round pick, but still. I mean, they have we got some doozies, man. It's why when you see people like this, the guy from Utah taking shots at the Jets, it's just like it's that low hanging fruit. It's so easy to do that when you're uh, someone from the outside looking in doesn't really know the history, as if. There's as if the Jets don't have enough things to pick on naturally already. You know, you don't have to make up stuff, guys.
3: We already know. I can here. read off my my next ones real quick just for everybody. Steelers, mm-hmm. I got Najee Harris. That's I, I obviously if he's on the board, that's I think where they're gonna go. Jaguars, Kadarius Tony, add receiver help for the young quarterback. Browns are gonna give it the best defensive lineman on the board with Christian Daramore. Ravens go edge with uh, George Russo from Miami, six, seven beast. Saints go Greg Newsom at cornerback. Packers, Rondell Moore. He has a bunch of drops, but he does have some skills. His, his, his metrics are ridiculous. Bills, oh my goodness, I don't want them to do this, but I absolutely see them doing this going running back Travis Etienne. They have scrubs back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want them to, but I could absolutely see them. Chiefs getting the best guard center combination in Lander Dickerson. And then Tampa Bay ending it with Edge Jason Oea.
2: 24 here for me i have pittsburgh going with running back and taking travis Etienne because they oh. also have a big hold of running back i could see that happening too i have the jaguars taking uh, our boy quitty pay from uh d- defensive end from michigan got the browns taking John davis linebacker the ravens taking terrence marshall jr they need a big target out there um a big reliable target out there when it comes to the Ravens. i, I see them taking a wide receiver the saints i have uh taken the safety from tcu morick Um, They need some defensive help. I also have the Packers taking a wide receiver, Kadarius, Tony, Mike, finally giving a weapon to Aaron Rodgers in the first round. It's been forever since they drafted Mm -hmm, one for him. mm -hmm. The Bills. Now, I can see them taking a running back also, Mike, because they definitely need one. If ETN's there, that would make sense. Um, But I think they're going to snag a Wusu from ND because that's a guy on that that defense who might play safety, can cover guys like we mentioned earlier who's tremendous. Um, When it comes to the Chiefs, I also see them going offensive line, Mike, and going Dickerson. They obviously need offensive line help. Yeah. Because their offensive line, I mean, the, we saw so, what happened in the Super Bowl. Injuries also hurt them, but they had no depth. So, I mean, they got to
3: protect Mahomes.
2: Exactly. I mean, I see that. I, who knows what offensive lineman it's going to be? Uh, maybe they go home free. They could also go in a different direction. But I think the Chiefs are going to go offensive line. I also think the Buccaneers are going to go offensive line. Alex Leatherwood, Alabama, get a big old guy out there to help protect Brady, keep him upright as much as you can, and give him a shot next year to repeat. So you guys think, man Mock Madness is in the books, guys Mock
0: Madness <laughs> in the
2: books Mock man- Thank you, guys It was a marathon session We're done here, Wookie All types of great trivia you provided Thank you so much Appreciate No you. worries Appreciate you as always Adding those little tidbits I mean, wife I Just so everyone knows We are in the same house Different wings <laughs> of the house She so wanted to do it on her own In her own little room With her own little pizzazz Her own little stuff behind her She wasn't trying to be next to me You know, guys She's her own person Thank you You did a tremendous job, babe I appreciate you
1: Thank you. Uh, As you can see, Keith has his like jet stuff and I have my Hello Kitty in my craft room. I mean, I think the best part about all of this was the fact that I actually got to wear lipstick for the first time in an entire year. I didn't even wear lipstick at our wedding because I wore a mask the whole time. So Mm. I'm just happy I got to wear it. Uh, The only bad thing is I can't find my favorite lipstick, but not that you guys care about that. So (laughs) thanks for having me on. (laughs) I'm,
2: I'm I'm sure everyone who's listening to this podcast waited to the very end to know about your lipstick. I know,
1: right? It's important. important It's not my favorite color, but I do like this color.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Most dudes have maybe like a man cave or something in my house. My wife has her own room. The whole thing's filled with
3: just her her own room.
2: That room, she's not going to show you around that room. It's wild in there right now. But the room she's in now is an arts and crafts room, and there is, it's an explosion of arts and crafts.
3: Just share golden Yoda. I share my closet with my wife, and it's not my closet like it's not my clothes are in there but it's not my no not at all all. i mean you know you walk in boots and whatever
2: mike if anyone does want to support us listen to us or get at us in any way shape or form where could they do that
3: well we're hosted on the elite sports radio network you can find us on soundcloud itunes iheartradiospreaker.com please find us on facebook at aebg.jetsradio on twitter at aebg underscore nyj podcast and on instagram at jet.aebg
2: you heard the man on behalf of the biggest jet fan in the state of texas michael Garris, on behalf of big stinking wookie nicholas cronk and my beautiful lovely wife queen b tina lee farrell signing out my name's keith farrell get at you next week everybody peace out